Um, members, Mr. Mike Nesbitt has given notice of an urgent oral question to the Minister for the Economy, and I would remind members that if they wish to ask supplementary questions, they should raise continually in their places. Uh, the member who has tabled the question will be called automatically to ask a supplementary. Uh, Clark, would you please read the question? To ask the Minister for the Economy, following the withdrawal of Stobart Air from George Best Belfast City Airport, to outline the steps he is taking to secure the employment of workers and the affected routes. Um, I call the Minister for the Economy, and be, before I do so, I would uh, like to wish the Minister every congratulation. Uh, he and I have served on a number of stints and different committees together, and I do wish him well in his new pathway. Uh, so, uh, Minister. Thank you very much. Mr Deputy Speaker, I really appreciate those words of welcome and congratulations. Thank you. Can I also thank the member for putting in the, the urgent oral question. I look forward to working with him, uh, Mr Speaker, uh, with his economic brief. I look forward to that. Clearly, the announcement that Stobart Air is now in liquidation is very disappointing when our economy is beginning to recover. The withdrawal of Stobart impacted six routes of Belfast City Airport. Both I and my officials have been in regular contact with the airport's chief executive over the weekend, and I am delighted that five of the routes are now being operated through a combination of Aer Lingus and British Airways City Flyer. I understand that work is ongoing by the airport to address the sixth route to East Midlands. Throughout the weekend, my officials have been proactively engaging with all three Northern Ireland airports to provide confidence going forward, and we will be launching the Northern Ireland Domestic Aviation Kickstart Scheme to deliver on our commitments to support Northern Ireland's domestic air connectivity with GB as soon as the required approvals are secured. Whilst I understand that there will be no impact on jobs at Belfast City Airport, this is obviously a very worrying time for those Stobart Air employees who have lost their jobs following the airline's liquidation. My department's career service is available to provide personalised advice and guidance to anyone facing redundancies. Advisors have access to up-to-date labour market information provided by my department's economists, which they can use to inform discussions about reskilling, training, apprenticeships and further and higher education. I call Mike Nesbitt for a supplementary. Well, I thank the Minister for that answer, and I join you, Deputy Speaker, in wishing the Minister well in his new role, uh, important as, as it is. The Minister will be aware that, that Stobart were to be replaced in 2022 by Emerald Airways. I'm wondering if there's any possibility of advancing them taking over these routes, in which case we need to know if they have an air operator certificate and if they have a lease on sufficient planes uh, to occupy the routes. Can you address those issues, please, Minister? I thank the member for his supplementary question, and, and yes, that is an issue that I will be discussing with my officials in the days ahead. Uh, can I just also take this opportunity to highly commend the airport uh, for the work they have conducted over the past number of days in securing those five routes, and hopefully the sixth route going forward? And then, of course, there is a lot of work to be going on with, uh, with regards to connectivity in the future, and that is why I think the Northern Ireland Domestic Aviation Kickstart Scheme will be very important in maintaining a minimum frequency, uh, incentivising enhanced frequency, and then also encouraging new routes in the future. 
and I too congratulate the Minister and wish him well in his new post. Um, the issue over the past weekend is symptomatic, I guess, of the, the wider impact of the pandemic on the travel and aviation sectors. So can I ask the Minister if he will be seeking a sector-specific approach for aviation and travel, and I'm thinking particularly of the furlough scheme um, and making representations to the British Government in respect of that. Um, and the previous Economy Minister hadn't put in place specific support for the travel sector, and the Executive Office has brought forward a scheme, but with the Economic Recovery Action Plan fully funded, will the Minister look at supporting the travel sector going forward? Yes, I uh, thank the member for her question. And again, I look forward to working with her uh, as chairperson of the committee, and I look forward to working with her as a team uh, with all the members of the committee going forward. The economy is, is in a very challenging state, and I look forward to that engagement. Uh, the, minister, the member is right. Uh, this is a sector that is in, in need of support going forward, both in furlough scheme and also in bespoke uh, support. And that's why I think the Northern Ireland Domestic Aviation Kickstart Scheme is so important throughout the weekend. My officials have been proactively engaging with all three Northern Ireland airports to provide confidence going forward. Uh, and I continue. I hope that work will continue. I call Mervyn Storey. I thank uh, you, Deputy Principal Speaker, and also congratulate my Northampton colleague and friend, uh, Paul Frew, on his appointment, and also pay tribute to the previous and outgoing Minister, uh, Diane Dodds, for the work uh, that she carried on. Obviously, Minister, connectivity, as you have rightly said, is important for Northern Ireland, given our geography, and you have mentioned the Kickstart programme. But could you give some comment in relation to the abolition of the short-haul APD and how that would, uh, in fact, actually secure connectivity in the future? Yes, uh, the, the member is right, Mr Deputy Speaker. That air connectivity is very important. Uh, clearly, the announcement that Stobart Air is now in liquidation is very disappointing, uh, and it has an impact on connectivity. And I'm glad that the city airport, uh, Belfast City Airport, has been able to get those uh, six flights or six routes, uh, five routes back up and going again, and then obviously working on that sixth. Uh, on air passenger duty, Mr Deputy Speaker, the Her Majesty's Treasury consultation on aviation tax reform launched on the 23rd of March 2021 and closes on the 14th of June 2021. Uh, the Department of Finance are leading on the Northern Ireland executive response to the Treasury consultation as air passenger duty is a tax. Uh, my department has provided input to DOF and this has been included in the response. Thank you, Mr Deputy Speaker. And Minister Fru, can I congratulate you on your new post and just be assured I'll be as tenacious in my pursuit um, and questioning uh, and representation of the people of the North West, so you've got that to look forward to. Um, Minister, the airline industry is operating at about 25% of 2019 levels, and um, it will be probably the last industry and sector uh, to recover 
it along with the aerospace industry, and we've seen the job losses in Thompson's there recently, uh, and the travel industry itself. One of the, the big complaints that I get from, from many in the travel industry is the lack of clarity and the lack of communication that is coming centrally from, from government, from, from um, Westminster, but also here in Northern Ireland. Can you be assured? Um, uh, our constituents in those industries that you will be uh, proactive in communicating with them effectively and not leaving them in the dark or making last-minute um, uh, announcements about cancellations or proposals. Thank you. Yes, I think the, the member, and I, I'm sure I wouldn't expect anything less from the member, uh, and I look forward to your engagement and uh, you're after my own heart with regards to pushing executive members uh, forward. So I, I look forward to that engagement. Uh, and, and hopefully we'll be able to have some success together. Uh, she's absolutely right, Mr Deputy Speaker, when she talks about the confidence or the lack of in, in, in this industry at the present time. That has to change. There's going to have to be more uh, solid information go out as to how and when we can travel, and that in itself will hopefully bring confidence in the future for the, that industry. I call Stuart Dixon. Thank you very much, uh, Deputy Speaker, and welcome to our new Minister. Um, like the previous questioner, I will be no less tenacious in my questioning of yourself, Minister, uh, than your predecessor. <clears throat> Minister, what immediate plans do you have uh, to meet uh, your counterpart, the Transport Minister in the Republic of Ireland, Eamon Ryan, uh, to discuss this situation, also along with Aer Lingus and British Airways and City Airport Management, um, to work uh, to repair what has happened in relation to the loss of this connectivity, bearing in mind that the current arrangements are probably only open for perhaps a very short window of time until this matter has been resolved. And, and I may just beg a single indulgence in respect of a second question. How are you moving forward to comment? compensate those passengers who were left behind at the weekend? I thank uh, the member for his question. And in the three hours that I have been minister, I have not been able to tie down any other ministers uh, that I can meet, but I, I can assure the, the member that I will strive to meet as many people as I can in order to, in order to help the people of Northern Ireland going forward. Uh, as the Economy Minister, I am responsible for Northern Ireland's domestic and international air connectivity. My department does not have the League of Irish to fund airports and that type of thing, but the responsibility sits with the Department of Finance and Infrastructure in that regard. And of course, the civil aviation is a reserved policy matter for the UK Department of or for Transport. Jerry Carl, call Jerry Carl. Thank you, and I wish the Minister well. I look forward to disagreeing with him just as much, if not more so, than his predecessor. Uh, and with this news, obviously, my thoughts, uh, my thoughts are with the workers. Uh, this news, uh, for me, this news requires having a transport system that isn't reliant on uh, maximising private profit or shareholder interests. And I know he's only in the, in the post, but what is the Minister's views on moving away from that model uh, of travel and one that uh, doesn't uh, throw workers under the bus or doesn't uh, threaten the planet with increased and growing um, emissions of carbon? I think the member for his question on the employees is a worry. Uh, employees that have lost their jobs uh, are, will have a lot of worry at this time. My heart goes out to them. Uh, whilst I understand that there have been no impact on jobs at Belfast City Airport, there is obviously a very worrying time for all those Stobart Air employees who have lost their jobs following the airline's liquidation. I hope that some staff uh, may be able to find uh, alternative employment with the new providers, 
Uh, that would be my hope. Uh, but my department's career service is available to provide personalised advice and guidance to anyone facing redundancy. Advisors have access to up-to-date labour market information provided by my department's economists, which they can use to inform discussions about reskilling, training, apprenticeships and further and higher education. I call Christopher Stalford. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you very much, uh, Mr Deputy Speaker. Firstly, can I welcome uh, my friend Mr Frew to his place today and also place on the record of this House my sincere thanks for the work that Mrs Diane Dodds, the member for Upper Ban, undertook at this department. Not only was she a tireless advocate for trying to get as much of our economy open as possible, but later today in this House we will be debating the second staging, stage of the Parental Bereavement Leave and Pay Bill, which I think is something that she can rightly be proud of as a positive legacy from her time at the Department. Mm -hmm. the, member will know, or the Minister will know that this news will have a serious impact upon connectivity, connectivity which is going to be so important as we emerge from COVID. Can the uh, Minister outline what that impact will be and what steps the Department will be taking <coughs> to address it? I thank the member for his question. And I too echo those sentiments with regards to my predecessor, Diane Dodds, and the sterling work that she has uh, completed in a very challenging year uh, for the economy and indeed this House and the Executive, and pay tribute to Diane for the work that she has done uh, on the bill, uh, on the bereavement bill, which we hope to pro uh, progress here today, uh, straight after this. Uh, the member is right about the impact on air connectivity uh, and the withdrawal of the Stopart impact at six routes at Belfast City Airport was uh, certainly a shock. Uh, but I'm glad to say that through the work of the airport, uh, Belfast City Airport, five of those have been back up and running now and are hopefully back to normal. And hopefully the sixth, uh, the East Midlands, will also resume very, very soon. Call Alan Chambers. Mr Deputy Speaker, and uh, I'd add my best wishes to the Minister coming into post. Uh, Minister, the City Airport uh, is a huge employer, uh, especially in relation to my constituency of North Down. Uh, would the Minister have any information uh, whether employment figures at the airport are starting to get back to pre-COVID levels? Mr Deputy Speaker, I have no information at, that, at this time on that issue, but I'm sure my officials listening in will be able to provide that information to uh, you and I going forward. Thank you. I call Chris Little. Thank you, Deputy Speaker. Belfast City Airport is a key uh, employer in my constituency of East Belfast and vital to connectivity of Northern Ireland. Can I ask the Economy Minister what he is doing to help workers affected by the Stobart liquidation, the City Airport, to secure alternative carriers to serve these routes and to deliver the long overdue regional aviation strategy for Northern Ireland? Well, the, uh, the member will have heard my initial answer, my first answer, with regards to the five routes being taken up by a combination of Aer Lingus and British Airways City Flyer. That's to be welcomed, and hopefully the sixth route to the East Midlands will also be picked up fairly soon, and everything will get back to normal. It is a worrying time for the aviation industry going forward at this time uh, of economic crisis, uh, and I'll do all my part and the Department's part to ensure that businesses are supported in this field uh, going forward. I think we desperately need confidence injected into the industry. Uh, that's hard to come by at this present time, given the state of flux and the decisions that are being made around uh, countries and travel routes. Uh, but I hope 
will get back to normal as soon as possible, especially as more people become vaccinated going forward. I call Joanne Bunting. Thank you, uh, Mr Deputy Speaker. And I would also like to reiterate my congratulations to my colleague Paul and his predecessor Diane. I would like to express my heartfelt thanks to her for her work to date. Uh, it is welcome news that the liquidation of Stobart Air will have no impact on Belfast City Airport staff and also that his department will seek to provide support to its employees. He has indicated that what he hoped for, but now, Mr Deputy Speaker, I am going to ask the Minister if he would outline what discussions he will have regarding the possibility of those employees uh, being taken on by other airlines and whether he will work toward that end. Thank you. I thank the member for her question. And this is very important. It is a very worrying time for Stobart employees uh, with the company going into liquidation. I would hope I would hope that a lot of those staff, some of those staff at least, may find alternative employment with the other carriers. Uh, if that is not the case, my department's career service is available, uh, and hopefully, going forward, the airline industry uh, will pick up if it gets the confidence that it needs, desperately needs, going forward. Call Robin Newton. Mr. Deputy Speaker. Uh, Mr. Deputy Speaker, can I uh, again congratulate uh, Mr. Paul Frew on, on uh, taking up the post of the economy? A difficult and challenging uh, time to be entering into uh, that position, and like others, to, to pay tribute to Diane Dodds as, as, uh, for all the work that, that she has, has done as well over the, since we came back uh, from our prolonged recess. Uh, Mr. Deputy Speaker, uh, there is also uh, a man who has been key to the success of the airport, Mr. Brian Ambrose. And Mr. Ambrose, I understand, is due to retire at the end uh, of this, this year. Sorry, the end of this month. Uh, I wonder if the minister might, might indeed pick up that uh, matter and indeed follow up with Mr. Ambrose, who has steered the airport successfully uh, over the past num number of years. But can I specifically ask? The Minister, in his remarks, has several times referred to the aviation kickstart scheme um, as part of the solution to this problem. I wonder, could he give the House uh, a greater amount of detail on that particular scheme? Thank you, Mr Deputy Speaker, and I thank the member for his uh, very important question. And first of all, let me also echo his sentiments and pay tribute to Brian Ambrose. Uh, and the work that he has done over the years, many years, in leading the Belfast City Airport. And also, if I could put on uh, record my thanks and appreciation to Brian for contacting me over the weekend and my working with my officials uh, to stave off a lot of the, the negative issues around this uh, shocking news. And it is due to the work of the Belfast City Airport that we now have five of the six routes back up and running. So I highly commend the airport for the work they have conducted over the past few days. Uh, the member's right to pick up on uh, my words with regards to Northern Ireland domestic aviation kickstart scheme. It is a mouthful, uh, but it is a support scheme for airlines being developed by my department, which is aimed at maintaining and enhancing Northern Ireland's air connectivity with the rest of the United Kingdom following the COVID pandemic. Uh, the scheme aims uh, is to support inbound tourism and business travel between Northern Ireland and Great Britain and to encourage inward investment into the local economy. These are essential for recovery. 
We have engaged with our three local airports and the airlines in its development, and my department will be launching the scheme to deliver on our commitments to support Northern Ireland's domestic air connectivity with GB as soon as the required approvals are secured. I hope to launch the scheme within the next couple of weeks. Thank you, Deputy Speaker. First of all, welcome my former Finance Committee colleague to his uh, new elevated role. I hope he won't forget the little people uh, now that he has um, now that he is power. Um, can I say, first of all, um, my thoughts uh, are clearly with the Stubart, thoughts and solidarity with the Stubart Air staff, um, who are still, I'm sure, going through a very difficult time, and, and, and we want the best for them. And I urge the minister to, to continue working on that, Minister. Um, I agree with you that air connectivity with Britain is absolutely critical and a fundamental part um, of, of, of our economy and, and, and indeed for, for many families it's, it's connectivity to, to, to loved ones. That is why it is frustrating that we are spending two and a half million pounds a year on fictitious and he'll know what I'm about to say, long-haul connectivity to North America. Would he think about engaging with the finance minister about ways we could redirect that two and a half million quid a year on fantasy ghost flights to New York? Into um, work on our long haul or short haul connectivity to GB, which I'm sure he agrees with me is much, much more important. Member for his question, and, and yes, the minister has uh, raised this issue time and time again, both here in this chamber and in the finance uh, committee. Uh, and certainly, we have looked at this. Uh, I wouldn't give up on long haul flights at this present time. I, I believe that they would be important and a significant. Uh, positive thing if we could get it back. Uh, but he is right about the short haul uh, and internal flights. Uh, I believe that for Northern Ireland in particular, APD is an unfair tax as it, is, it has an essentially, especially detrimental impact on Northern Ireland passengers given our physical remoteness to GB and the lack of an alternative means of travel such as road or rail options. So it is my view that APD should be addressed at a national level as its continuing impact has only been exacerbated by the profound economic repercussions inflicted by COVID-19 on our air connectivity and the Northern Ireland economy in itself. Okay, members, that concludes questions on the urgent oral question. If uh, we just take our ease while we move to the next item of business, please. <laughs>